0: Welcome to this week's message from a new church. For more information, or if you'd like to contact us, please visit our website, newchurch.nz. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this message.
1: Oh, well, kia ora, everyone. As Simon said, my name's Les. I was born and raised in a little town not far from here called Whangarei. Um, went to Raumanga Primary, Raumanga Intermediate and in Whangarei Boys High. Um, two hard-working parents and I have an older sister who's awesome. Um, man, um, up until the age of 17, I was a really innocent, somewhat sneaky, but really good boy. You know, And then at the age of 17, I got introduced to mm, drugs and rock and roll. Um, so... Next 10 years were sort of what I've termed as the wasted years, and if anyone's walked down that unfortunate path, um, you know it starts off all awesome, Ooh, I mean it's such a time in my life and it really doesn't end well. Um, so let's fast forward those 10 years, and now I'm a 27 year old, um, I am halfway through my Bachelor of Nursing degree at the Northern Polytechnic, and I get invited along to this church. Um, by one of my classmates, and I'm like, yeah, why not, I'll come along to, to, to church, he was a pretty lady, and um, as I said, born and raised in Whangaday, I used to do a paper run along Otaika Road and Tariwa Road, so yeah, I know where the church is, I'll see you there on Sunday morning. So Sunday morning comes and I rock up to the Open Brethren Church over the other side of Jubilee Park Hill. <laughs> And I get met by a couple of old, serious, suited dudes on the door. I'm like, hey, hey, is my mate here? And they said, I look at each other all serious. Uh, I think you want the church over the hill, young man. It's like, oh, thanks, old dudes. So I cruise over the hill, and I just get to church on time. Um, And my only experience with church was, um, like, Organs and pews. When I went along once as a fourteen-year-old, and so I was expecting like wooden pews, like organs, and like that scent of mothballs or something. And um, anyway, so when I came in here, the music was pumping, and I was like, "Oh, that's just weird." And everyone was happy, and I'm like, okay, I get that, I guess." And um, anyway, the music stopped. The preacher gets up, and I'm like, "Hey, I know you. That was uh, Graham Crookshank, because I went to school with his son Sam." And um, anyway, the preacher's just preaching away there, and everything he's saying is like hitting me like arrows. And I'm like, did you, uh, did you tell this <laughs> fellow about me? Because all of that stuff's my life. And no, I didn't. I'm like, that's oh, just so weird. So weird, in fact, that at the end of the service, I said, God, these people seem to think you're real. So if you are, how about you take away this marijuana addiction that I've got? because you know, five times a day, most days, I'm absolutely sick of it. And um, unbeknownst to me, he did it like that. But anyway, next Friday, I turn up to the social club. All these people that would never, they'd always have empty pockets, they're all full of joints, and they're like, Liz, would you like one? Would you like one? And I'm like, uh, actually, nah, no interest at all. Uh, like, where uh, were you last week? Right. <laughs> and um, So anyway, I was like, this is so weird, I've got to come back to church. So I came back to church and I fell in with a young men's discipleship group, which Simon was leading at the time. I think he was brand new to ministry, made a whole bunch of new friends, like friends that really wanted the best for you, because I had friends, but maybe they didn't really want the best for me. Um, so that was awesome. Fast forward 18 months, we were at a massive concert down in Auckland at the ASB Stadium and Hillsong was there and the music was so loud. Everyone was jumping up and down, worshipping to Hillsong music and I was there. And then I heard God speak in my spirit and he said, son, your sins are forgiven you. And like, in amongst all these jumping up and down people, I just fell on the floor and was crying those big fat ass tears of joy, you know, and I was just like, this is crazy. But from that moment on, it all just became real. I knew that Jesus Christ had died on a cross and paid the price for my sins. I knew that I was forgiven. I knew that I had a new start. I'd been delivered of marijuana, but I had a new start. I was fresh, you know, I was clean. I had a new life, new friends. And um, those wasted years, God has poured out so much blessing into my life since then that it's more than made up for that 10 years that I wasted. I've got a wife, Jackie, 21 years married. She is amazing. I've got three children who I'm absolutely proud of. And, you know, I'm, I'm watching them live their testimonies. And, um, you know, they can just skip that 10 years of wastedness and walk straight into the blessing of God that I have now. Wow. And um, I'm just a really thankful, thankful person. So thanks for listening. So
2: good. Hey, um, Liz, you can grab the mic back. I just love Liz to just pray um, for any, any, everyone, but specifically if you're a guy and you find yourself that that, that testimony really resonated with you. Um, yeah, just just pray how you feel. It would be awesome.
1: Cool. I, um, I really wanted to pray along the lines of one of my favorite scriptures, um, Psalm 40 in the first three verses. So, I remember Paula, he was up here last Sunday and he said, sometimes your prayer is just a cry to God, like, help me God. And I really, if if you're in a pit, if you're in a hole, if you feel trapped, you can't get out, you're um, addicted to whatever it is that you can't get away from, I really want you now just to just say, that's me. And just in your quietness, just say, Lord, help me. Father, I thank you for every person here, Lord God, that is just calling out to you for help, Father. Lord, you stretch out your hand. You lift them out of that pit, Father. Father, as only you can, you set their feet upon a rock, Lord God. Father, not only that, you put a song of praise in their hearts, a new song to praise you with, Lord God, that many people would see and fear and put their trust in you, Lord God. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for redemption, Lord God. New hope, new life, new purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So good. Shane,
2: the young fella fella of the testimony, Uh, couch here, okay, this or that, here we go. North Island or South Island? North Island. Attacked by a bear or attacked by a crocodile?
0: Let's
2: go with the croc. (laughs) Go to prison or spend your life on the run?
3: Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) At least do the
2: prison. (laughs) James Bond or Jason Bourne? Oh, Jason, every time, man. Nice. One hour in a walk-in freezer or two hours in a sauna? Oh, freezer every time. (laughs) Mega yacht or private jet? No, yacht. (laughs) Mac OS or Windows? Dude, question. (laughs) Windows. Oh, Oh, come come on. (laughs) on. You can take a seat now, (laughs) that. Hot chocolate or coffee? Oh, coffee. An hour of worship or an hour of preaching? I oh, worship every time. Yeah. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Alvin or Pola?
0: Oh! <laughs>
2: I'm going to go with Alvin. Pola. <laughs> <laughs> Who would pay good money to see that fight? Yeah. <laughs> Over to you to oh, tell your story, God. Shane.
3: Oh, <laughs> Hi, church. We're going to go. We're going to roll back a few years. Not that many though. I, I was sixteen. Um, I've been saved probably six months, been accepted to go to a, a riding school in England, so I needed 10 grand. So without talking to my parents about it, I went and inquired in a forestry to do some tree planting, because I heard you could make quick money there. So, That's what happened, I phoned up, got given an address to turn up at, and on Monday morning I rocked up in my shiny little V-dub. There was five gangs that were planting in that particular area. One of them was even the Christian gang, <clears throat> but one of them was notoriously, yep, let's just see, that was the one I ended up in. Wow. I rocked off on day one. Um, I was two minutes late. I got greeted with a what the beep, two minutes late, get your butt over here. Um, got introduced to tree planting. It was, it was hard. Blisters on the first day, and it was, um, lunchtime was interesting, because out came marijuana and the stories and I remember sitting there thinking, man, if there was a a copy of these guys, I'd get arrested. Um, And I remember thinking, God, I don't think I should be here. Uh, So anyway, the first week was pretty rough. Um, They decided that because I was coming from close to three other guys that I would pick them up in the morning. So for the next four days, I Picked them up and the stories, and yeah, it was just, let's say, for a little 16-year-old, skinny, absolutely uncultured dude. It was scary. I was terrified. So Sunday morning, I kind of was praying, God, like, you know, I I don't think I'm supposed to be there, but but if I am, you need to help me get strong because I can't do this. And so Sunday afternoon, I took everything out of the car my living Bible with my fake leather cover on it, that was the first thing I took out, put it in the bed, you make sure there was nothing, nothing that they could hang me on, so I pick up the first guy and I've been in the car for two minutes and he goes, dude is this a Bible? I'm going, ah, oh, um nah, and he goes it's got your name in it
1: bro uh,
3: I don't know, can't quite explain that because I am darn sure I took it out Anyway, by the time I got the other three guys, they were just on a roll. So we arrive at the planning site. It's a team of 17. I'm just freaking out. I honestly just felt sick. And um, the guy gets out and he's just holding up my Living Bible and he's going, "We got ourselves a preacher." Mm-hmm. And I'm just going, "God, what is going to happen here?" <laughs> <laughs> so they picked me up and threw me up on the back of the Land Rover and. Buffed the Bible up and just started going preach, preach, preach. (laughs) And um, I got to be honest, I I just was—I was shaking. And I remember going, "God, what is happening?" And then He shows me this little picture of me in church saying, "Help me be strong." (laughs) (sighs) So I just—I don't know—I got the Bible and I open it up and I'm thumbing through, and the pages were rattling, and I'm freaking out. And I thought I'd read it out to you because honestly, my voice was trembling. But the second I started to read this, and I just read from Romans 8, and it was highlighted. I don't remember highlighting it. Could have highlighted it. Don't know. But it sort of stood out when I got to that page. And this is what I read out. And the weird thing for me was, when I started reading, my voice just went solid. Wow. And it was like something happened. And this is what I read. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries for tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us. God's love from God's love. No power in the sky above, and no power in earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. And I stopped and I looked up. Some of the guys were just absolutely staring at me like, what did you just say? Other guys had their heads down. And then I started to hear things like, you lost your mum. You're addicted to drugs. And just these things, and my brain is going, just don't say anything. But then I find myself pointing and going, did you know God loves you? Did you know God loves you? He thinks you're awesome. Yeah. And then I stood there, and before I stopped, I said, You know, I need to apologize to every one of you because I came here thinking that you guys were all terrible, and I'm looking around, and all I can see is amazing men. Wow. Wow. And you know what? God loves you just as much as He loves me. And within a few seconds, the lead guy, the loudest of them all, came over, grabbed me around the legs stuck me on the ground, slapped my backbone almost through my front (laughs) and goes, he's alright. The most amazing thing over the next three months is every single one of those guys, and and you're you're talking about a 16-year-old, six-month-old Christian who knows nothing, even reads the Living Bible, which isn't, it's great, (laughs) but it's milk for babies. And... I didn't have any experience, but somehow these guys would come to me and just ask questions, like one guy had even been involved in some kind of rape. And I don't know what it was, and I'm sure it wasn't Shane Cotton, but I think it was the Holy Spirit just spoke to them. Mm -hmm. And by the end of that three months, even three or four years later, I could walk down the street of walk with the Walesford and see one of the guys, and they would come running over and just greet me like I was their best buddy. Wow. And I think I learnt something because I always felt like God, I never saw any of them get saved. But I felt like God said, No, but you did what I needed you to do. Leave the rest to me. Wow. So that was that was my freaky story from <laughs> sixteen. But, so. but I think that for me as a dad, it just shows you that you your kids can walk in areas. Like, I would never put my children in anything like that. But the power of God to protect your kids is amazing. You know, now, I'm not saying stick them in dangerous places, but when they walk in there under the authority of God, they are going to be amazing.
2: So good, Shane. So good. So good. Do you reckon you could pray? Pray for us, how
3: you feel to pray for us. Thank you. Lord, I just ask that you would open our hearts to the people that you put in front of us every day. And Lord, whether they're bedraggled or, or whether they're looking awesome and, and, and wealthy, Lord, I pray that we would see them through your eyes. Lord, let us see the people that you see. And God, put the words in our mouths that you need us to speak to them. And God, just, just help us to love them as you would have us love them.
2: Just Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Shane. And if you want more of that, just go and buy him a coffee and let him talk. <laughs> Alvin, this or that? Cat person or dog person? Dog. Renew Church coffee or
0: Benny's coffee? A renew. Hi, oh, Benny. Sorry, artist. Chris. Singing or dancing? Dancing. True. Yeah.
2: Ask permission first or apologise later.
0: Ask permission first. That's 15 years of marriage for you. Yeah. Well, nice. almost. 22nd of September will be 15 years. Morning person or night person? Morning. Lamborghini
2: or Ferrari? Lamborghini. YouTube or Netflix? Netflix. Superpower of flying or superpower of invisibility? Flying. Nice. You've thought about that one before. No gym for a year or no church for three months?
0: Oh. <laughs> What was the question before?
2: No, nah, this is this question on its own. Yeah, here. yeah, I know.
0: Uh, oh, no gym for a year, of nice. course. Yeah, you had to say that. <laughs> Dad's listening, I think. Okay. And this one's really important. Who would win in a fight, Les or Shane? I reckon Les would, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he, he's like a ninja, like stealthy. <laughs> knows mm. how to use his weight. Well, <laughs> tell us your testimony, bro. No, thanks very much. Um, it's pretty awkward being the last guy because um, hearing that, there's some pretty impressive stuff here. Um, and combined, these guys have about 85 years plus on me. You know what I mean? Um, so that the experience that they've got uh, is, is, is pretty nice. Um, but I'm just joking. No, I, I like these guys. Um, but I was, I was brought up in a, in a real solid Christian home, which is, is super amazing. And I just talked a Chad to Dad this morning. Dad's an amazing man of faith. Uh, he's the pastor at Mangatapiri Community Church. Um, absolute legend of a guy. And um, so it was a real privilege to uh, be raised up in a in a Christian home. But I think that made me just be pretty cruisy throughout my walk. As I was growing up, I've, I've always been a bit of a cruiser. I still am a, a cruiser when it comes to a lot of things. But I think the last few years of my life have been probably the, the greatest... Uh, what's the word, kind of positive movements forward in, in my Christian walk. And some reasons for that are definitely accountability and fraternity. You guys might have heard um, Simon saying the word fraternity recently. It's it's not a word you normally hear in church. Whenever I think of fraternity, I think of the typical kind of uh, uni movies over in America and they're all in the frat house, woo, woo, yeah, yeah you know, do, doing their funny handshakes or the, the funny dudes around in a circle doing their, yes, for the greater good type type fraternity stuff. But, um, but the definition, and I, I Googled this last night, definition of fraternity is a group of people sharing a common, oh, my phone is just being a bit slow here, hang on, group of people sharing a common profession or interest or friendship and mutual support within a group. So in our church environment, accountability is a word we definitely hear a lot in the church, out in the world, you don't hear that too much. But fraternity, so that's what fraternity means means for us. Um, I don't know where Julian is, but I'd just like to, to do a bit of a shout out to Julian. Probably five years ago, um, he was my accountability partner. Uh, we kind of started getting to know each other on, on a much deeper level. And he's an absolute legend of a guy. Stop calling me Julian, damn it. Oh, he did. He did. Uh, so he's. Uh, and I, I had to even admit to Julian during our first few times of catching up that I, I lied to him. He hit me with some hard questions and I lied. And that was just really stupid of me. But I realise, as, as you go on, I, I don't lie to him anymore, just so you know. Um, <laughs> But early on, yeah, it's hard when us, us guys, it's hard for us to be honest with each other sometimes. And, but when you get to the point where you think, I actually just really need to change, just be honest and get it out there. Oh, there's Julian. Thanks, man. So uh, if, if you can find someone like Julian, like Julian but not Julian, uh, half as good as him, uh, that you can feel that you can share stuff with and you've got a connection, do it. Because as, as guys, we need, we need this kind of stuff. So, I'm also part of a, uh, our fraternity group that we, um, we catch up um, every fortnight on a Sunday. Um, and that's cool because we actually chat about some pretty solid life issues that we're going through, especially um, Jason Vanderholz. Man, he's got a few things going on. Uh, Jace, do you mind if I share a couple of things? No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not gonna share anything about Jase. Um, but, you know, like us, us guys, uh, I, I got hey Ed, how's it going? Oh, yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, good. You know, that's, that's, what we're, that's what us guys are like. We're, just, we're not very good communicators. But in this group, we, we chat about um, the question is, how's your last two weeks been? And two weeks is a long time. You go through a whole heap of stuff. But the, the cool thing about it, we go around the group, a um, couple of pointers, definitely go after Jace. Because he he does he says his, and then you always look a bit better, you know. you Just make sure you don't say something as bad as him, but don't go directly after Julian because he would have been praying at three a.m. or something, or he'd be doing doing running some marriage course or something. And so you have got to find this balance here. A couple of things that I've worked out over the over the wee while. But um, we actually talk about the nitty gritty, which is really really cool. And the 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 awesome thing about it, not that it's a cool thing, but we're often going through the same struggles, and so you hear, oh, flip, I've been doing, oh, I thought that was just me, but when you're in a group like that, you there's kind of safety in the numbers, and there's sharing, there's caring, it's it's a cool cool place to be, so I'm really enjoying that, and that just helps um, me on a Monday morning when I wake up and I'm thinking, okay, I've got a heap of stuff to do at work, but I'm like, hang on, we talked about last night that we're going to try and read the Bible today, and we're going to try and Pray, and we're going to do these things. It's it's in my mind, and it just helps you kind of do those things daily. And it's um it's a real blessing. So I I think I'm a better a better dad at home. Um I'm a, a better husband for it. I'm a better mate. And so if you can uh, find a group of people, I'm I'm a pretty friendly guy. So come and approach me if you uh, if you want to get connected with other guys. Do it because there's there's some real good benefits for us fellas, especially when we we don't communicate as much as we should these days, so thank you. So good, Alvin.
2: So yeah, as Alvin said, there's a bunch of us guys, um, and it, it's, it's prayer, it's about you know getting into spiritual disciplines and just about fraternity, and we're wanting to actually launch that and, and, and grow a whole lot of other groups, 2023, so stay tuned for that. Um, Alvin, can you just pray? Pray for us? Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Thing.
0: Lord, we just thank you that you're the the great father god and we're, we're so gracious thank you that you love us and you care for us you want the best for us father and as as um guys here guys that need community father i just pray that you'd touch on our hearts um bring people into our mind that um, you might want us to connect with and reach out to um may we be receptive and obedient to your promptings and um and just take that first step in and connecting with others god and and uh ultimately getting closer to you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Real quickly, guys, just one piece of advice um, that's helped you as a guy. Um, before we leave, please.
1: Um, I was thinking about this, and I think um, as guys, we're quite competitive, and we um, want to be the best or we want to have the best. And um, I know for me as a, as a younger um like, I'd look at people and compare myself to them and I think that's a real trap so I don't know who told me but it was just um, be your authentic self and I really like what um, Larissa said a couple of Sundays ago God doesn't bless the person you're pretending to be <laughs> and I was like so just be yourself you know, you're know, you not going to be as good as that person you're not going to be as flash as that person but um, God calls you his masterpiece a bit of a Picasso but still a masterpiece and um, yeah just be your authentic self so that was uh, so, that's me
3: I think for me it's um, being a dad, uh, stuff happens, Um, it's not like you're in charge but you're kind of the leader and it's really easy sometimes to get angry and sometimes your kids don't need you to be angry, they already know they've stuffed up, they just need their dad to put their arms around them and tell them that they love them, they're going to work through this with them and be there Um, and sometimes you don't even have to give advice but that's just something for me because I can't ever remember any time when I've flipped out in any situation where it's worked out well Mm -hmm. but I can tell you hundreds of times when I've taken a breath, talked quietly and calmly, the situations can be amazing and you get the respect of your kids, they'll come back to you and keep talking to you so as a dad listen to your kids and love them.
0: It was pretty heartfelt, wasn't it? it? Makes me look a bit weird. Um, uh, Brian, just have a laugh, like lighten up and and have a laugh, because um, so I, I start my day. Uh, shout out to my mate Steve James if if he's watching this a bit a bit later on. Um, we go to the gym together, but. Uh, we often get told, "Do you guys actually work out?" you know, and Abby Yorkshire will sometimes spot us. Do you guys even do any exercises?" you know because we're we're chatting away, but we just have some laughs, sometimes at our wife's expense, but what what's what's said in the gym absolutely stays in the gym. Um, it's a, It's a safe place, you know it's a good, but we we have a laugh, and we have a laugh with the other people there. There are some real old characters there, and I swear that those guys are there because they 've got a sense of humor, um, and they're so good. And one other thing is, um, stay young, like my, uh, my hair's still quite, quite dark. L- look at these, these two have obviously let themselves go a little bit and they've, they've, they've got on in the years and my, so I haven't got any greys or anything, I've managed to keep myself young and I mean, some people let themselves go, the likes of Wayne Garten over here. Absolutely just let himself go in that area, but stay young if you can. Give them a huge hand guys.
2: Oh, that was so good. I'm gonna sort of like preach the shortest sermon in all of history um, right now. Can I have the bandit? up? would be great as well. because so we're gonna finish um, with communion very soon and we're gonna call it a day. But um, just got one verse, well, maybe two, but no, nah, just one. Um, 1 Corinthians 16, 13. And this was Paul speaking to the guys um, at the church, the believers in Corinth. And he says this, Be watchful and stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. And uh, there's four parts to that. You can make an incredible sermon. Um, And it's really good. I'm not going to go into much explanation of it because we've heard some incredible stuff this morning. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. That Act like men was a, a, a term that was used fairly commonly. It was like a soldier term. And in the ESV study Bible, it meant to act with courage and strength and obedience to the Lord and with confidence in His power. Have we got the band? Oh, they just, have they taken off? <laughs> They're wanting a sausage sizzle already. <laughs> so <laughs> one verse, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men and be strong. And it's interesting, there are always threads through the Bible and the Bible writers usually, I, I assume, I expect that they had thought of, you know, other things in the Old Testament that would come to mind as they were writing the New Testament. And something that David wrote, um, absolutely mirrors this. And I wonder if Paul was reminded of it as he wrote those words. So in 1 Kings 2 verse 2, this is David's final words to Solomon. So David's a dad, he's had his ups and downs, and he's pretty much saying his last piece of advice ever he's gonna give to his son Solomon before he dies. And Solomon's gonna be the next king. And um, David um, is just about to leave. And he says these things in 1 Kings 2, 2. I'm about to go the way of the earth, he said, so be strong, act like a man, And then he goes on and says, follow the Lord and his ways. Now, David, um, he was a man after God's own heart. He has his ups and downs. He's known incredible times of of the presence of God, relationship with God. He's had huge victories. He also has had very, very dark times and and huge failures in his life. And so uh, if there was anyone that could actually say some advice with substance, it was David. And the final words he says to his, or some of the words he says to his son Solomon um, is simply this. I'm about to go the way of the earth, be strong, act like a man, follow, follow the Lord and His ways. And, um, you know, I'm 48 years old. I'm not an older person yet. Uh, I am a dad um, and I am a husband and I know a lot of you guys well. But I think there's, there's no other better advice I can give you guys, um, regardless of what gender you are or the age you are. Um, if, you're, if you're a man, act like a godly man. Now, be a man of God. Take courage in the Lord, follow Him closely and His ways. Just like all the guys were talking about, it means staying close to God. It means praying, making a discipline of, of prayer. It does mean denying ourselves, taking up our cross and following Jesus. Denying yourself is not a fun thing at times, but there is so much distraction in this world. Um, and there are so many things competing for our time and our relationship with God. And, and the dumb thing about distraction is it usually always turns into compromise. So be a man of God, be strong, walk closely with Him and His ways.
0: Thanks so much for listening. We hope it was an encouragement to you. To contact us or to find out what's happening at our church, please check out our website, renewchurch.nz.